Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. The best hour in radio kicks off at 6 o'clock on Thursday nights right here on 1500 ESPN. As always, you can find us online at 1500ESPN.com. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers. You are pumped today. And look at this. It's Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harvard and Garden I do Stores. Reavers. I am so excited because, uh, A, I love doing this show. Absolutely. And look at me. I'm always... And, and B... Manny Hill finally decided to come hang out with us again after a couple of weeks. Yeah, I had nothing going on. Nothing else going jerk. on right about now. Yeah, no, so. you had, you had station autographs everywhere. He had else. station-related events, and Manny's a good soldier and a very good employee, and so mm-hmm. we're always happy that when he uh, when he decides to hang out with us. So glad to have you back, Manny Hill. Even like though no, Declan did a great job, but we but Manny, you're part of the show now. Glad to be back. Um, yeah, I love doing the show. So uh, a couple of things. So number one. I want to get uh, your guys' general thought. This is the beer show, okay. by the way, 1500 ESPN, if I didn't mention that, because I am like, super Like, what's on jacked. tap is what we need to know. Here's what's on tap. Okay. We are going to kind of talk Halloween, even though it's the day after, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need to get some thoughts here, uh-huh. and, I, I'll, and I also have to get... Did I screw up uh, a screw up opinion? Because oh, no. you're a dad. Manny is not a dad. So that's why I want the sure, differentiating sure. opinions here. You so, didn't dress your children as Hitler? No. No blackface? No. Okay, good for you. You're, Although, you're, okay. I was very worried because Joe, you know, on the podcast yes. on GL, Sushray, all yes. week had beaten it into me that, you know, that there's all these controversial very careful. costumes that yeah. are going on out there. So I thought, well, God, I'm worried that, because so William dressed up as- Let me guess. Naughty nurse. No! That would have no. been the best! My seven-year-old son, that by the way. That would have been the best. By the way, seven years old today. Today's oh, his happy birthday. birthday. So, no, he, he did not dress up as a naughty <laughs> okay, nurse. just checking. But here's why I love Halloween and, and why I love Halloween in my neighborhood in Carver, Minnesota. Sure. Go Coyotes. Um, it's all... Parents in their mid thirties, exactly what you are. You know, late forties. Yeah. We all hang out. It's Bunch great. Soccer moms. It's totally. Yeah, yeah. It's it passing the flask. It's do you sure. need a nip? It's it's awesome. I love Halloween night in my neighborhood because it's great. And so we're walking door to door. We're having fun. And but 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 all the time I'm wearing okay because he was wearing the the costume of. Have you guys seen how to? How to is it? How to slay your dragon? How to teach your dragon? Oh yeah. How to yeah, how to it, mount your dragon? How what's it called? Let's just stick with slay. I think it's how to teach your dragon. How okay, to train how, your dragon. How to train your dragon. I got it. There we go. Not okay. mount your dragon. Well, that was weird. <laughs> okay, so he was the kid because Toothless is the is the dragon okay. in the movie. Yes, and and Toothless has now become a fixture in our family. Sure. And so William is obsessed with this movie. Okay. And so I was wondering, well. The, I think the kid he's not he's not a he's not a white character. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, is someone going to get mad about this? No, I didn't think I so either. Not. But but that's that sure. was my that was my thought. You were a little concerned that you were uh, absconding with someone else's culture. And, by, and I, I always think, okay, it just takes one person to be offended. Sure. But but I also think. Kids are kind of off Kids. limits yeah, with the costumes, years right? Yeah, if an adult twenty-three-year-old does something stupid, that's different. Then but it's a seven-year-old yeah, okay. kid, yeah. So, did you, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just wondering if at any point in time, did when one of these kids came to your house, did you pull a souchere and give a kid a whole bottle of Canadian Club, which would have been hilarious, even better. Oh, even better. Manny, you'll love this. Okay. So we set out about. Just after six, because of course we have to wait till the end of Mackie and Judd before we can go trick or treating. Mm-hmm. So we wait till the end of Mackie and Judd yesterday before we set off trick or treating at right about six oh five ish. So we walk up. So I live in a cul de sac, mm-hmm. and so we we walk up. We get the boys all ready to go, and it was a perfect, perfect night, night yeah. for trick or treating last night. Not too. So yeah. we set the big giant bowl of candy 
out on our front step. So, hey, kids, help yourself. We're taking our boys out. You know, help yourself. We're going to, we'll be back. We get, oh, five, six houses in. And, of course, the little guy, the three-year-old, dad, I got to go pee. Uh, All right. Well, I uh, said, I looked at the wife. I said, well, do you want to take him? Do you want me to take him? She's like, just take him back. We'll, We'll meet up here. It's no big deal. All right, buddy, let's go back. We walked back. We were literally gone for 15 minutes, maybe oh, 20 minutes. You're kidding. The entire bowl of gone. candy was gone. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought, holy crap. Cleaned so, you out. So I thought, okay, well, one of two things happened. We had a bunch of people run by, or one, one kid, kid went, I got the loot. Got it all. Have you ever seen the video of the kid going up to the dish and having his friends like take a bunch of the, the oh, candy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the kid comes back on video camera and takes the candy out of his bag. Like his stack and fills the thing back up and then goes, it's unbelievably impressive. You're like, wow, that kid should be the next Supreme Court justice because that kid's like, oh, my friends, I didn't want to yell at my friends, right? They were being stupid, but I can't, I'm not going to steal from these people. So he went and took his own candy and put it back in. I was like, bravo, bravo. Bravo, That that kid kid was a man at eight years old. Yeah. Much more than any of us would have been. Yeah, I don't remember doing. I don't think I would have been the kid who would steal it. And I just you know wouldn't what? do it as a kid. Um, I you wouldn't devout, You would never have done it either. Well, but I, but even more so, I wasn't much of a trick or treater. Sure, because I was the oldest of four, and our and I always remember we we went as a family all the oh. time, and I remember well we always had to go back because either my baby sister was cold or sure. or whatever. And it was never really a big well, deal now, to me. Am I to ask, like, you've made it clear that you grew up in the outside of the metro. Is the term the sticks? Can I say that? Oh, did yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, so how far I'm, was it I'm between rural. houses? I'm rural. Yeah, how far in the sticks did you live? Was it like, did you have neighbors or was it like, oh, well, the next acre over is when, the Johnson's? When I grew up, we were, quote unquote, in town. Oh, oh you are. Okay. So we didn't move out to the country till sixth grade sure so we did live in town okay. and we would we would walk up and down the street but it was like eh, let's just go yeah when i did or it, to me it was like oh baseball's on let's i'm gonna go watch home. this <laughs> I, I grew up in falcon heights you know during my oh, yeah. time and the houses were like 40 feet apart literally and you could get i mean it was like oh, a yeah. bounty oh, unknown yeah. and then every blue moon someone would hand you a, a popcorn ball and you'd look and you think, lady, I even know who you are, and I'm still not going to eat this. Like, and this is in 1978 or whatever, right. when before they were killing kids with spikes, right? And I thought, I'm, no, no one's going to eat that. A, a, so, paper, a, a popcorn ball tossed into my bag. So the, there was one dad, and I know he did this because mm. I know I know him. He's sure. a neighbor, yeah. He's, and he's his doing wife's a teacher, but they were handing out like really cool glow in the dark pencils with candy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So yes. that was like. Because I looked at him and go, don't want your egg or house to get egged, huh? He's yeah. like, no, I'm no dummy. No. You know? But they were doing, so they were doing the combo. You got a sure. Snickers bar and you also got the glow in the dark pencil. I would always cool. go, there was a dentist in my neighborhood and you would hand out toothbrushes. No. And I thought, what no. a moron. No. Like just for the sake, you want kids, what he should have been handing out is like Laffy Taffies or things that pull kids' teeth out and rot <gasps> them as they sleep. Like the guy in Parks right? and Rec. Yeah, he's he's seeding his <laughs> next customers instead of making them brush their teeth because every blue moon a kid might say, well, maybe I should brush my teeth tonight. All right, so I want to do an awkward kind of transition before Uh-oh. before we have to break and get to our featured guest, which is, of course, a Summit Brewing. Big it's deal. a big deal. I'm very excited um, for the beer show this evening. But uh, we use this show often as a, a varying platform for um, self-service, and that's what I'm going to do right now. Okay. So my wife and I are traveling to Arizona. We're going to Phoenix in two weeks. And I want, like, really, really good brewery suggestions mm. because i've never been to phoenix or we're actually quote unquote staying in scottsdale sure. but we fly into phoenix and i want to because she's going to a work conference i don't know if there's and i go down there every once in a while because i go really? down to don't bump me out i right go to now. asu's homecoming every once in a while and there's not a big craft beer scene are down you there. serious no i How can I, there I, not be there it there just isn't first of all there's not a lot of water so people probably don't produce a lot of beer. Oh, that's there, true right? try our cactus but light I, and now that i'm saying that i'm sure <laughs> there is I, I just can't think of it and it's definitely feels like a 
I need a light beer to drink because it's 109 degrees. True. Outside. Okay, but here's here's my caveat. There's got to be something. There. There's got to be something there yes, because, like, uh, I I but I believe you in a little bit because when mm-hmm. I went to when I went to Texas and yes, Manny, when I left the Super Bowl at halftime, so I got mm-hmm. it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> but when I went to Texas, I remember the same thing, and there and there wasn't I, at least I didn't run into, and I had sought out some some brewery sure. recommendations because when I travel, that's what I want to see. I want to yeah. check things out, and I want to I want to see really cool. And unique breweries, absolutely. But so I, you really don't think that there's anything. There's got to be, but you know, maybe okay. not. We'll look. We'll look. So or if you're if you're listening and you know, if you want to give us a call right now, we got a couple of minutes before we get a break. Six five one six four six eight two five five. But more importantly, mm-hmm. maybe if you're listening to us live and you're driving and you maybe need to email us later, or if you're listening to the podcast online at fifteen hundred ESPN dot com, submit an email beer at fifteen hundred ESPN dot com, and you can submit your suggestion because I absolutely love when listeners reach out to us and offer up suggestions. It's actually the way I found some of my most favorite beer. And if your parents have a vacation home in Scottsdale. Oh my God, even better. And Reaver, you'll do some yard work there. Absolutely. Or you'll, you'll paint a bedroom. I'll wash dishes. You could care less. Yep. You just need a place. Your wife is tiny, real cute. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves her. She's not available, but other no, than but that, yes. No, but she can come and help out for a couple of days because <laughs> you need a nice, cheap place to stay. Absolutely. Because okay. it's, so you're, because you've been, so you don't, you don't. It doesn't seem like that kind of place. So it is it more like of a? a is it beer. more of a? a it's a college cocktail, town. A cocktail. Well, oh, it's yeah. it's cocktail. Yes, because there's a lot of money down there. Older money, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's ASU, and that's usually where I'm around, and that's like college bar beer. Okay. You know, and because and it's know. in the middle of the desert, so there's yeah, no water, and, and it's warm. So and, you really and just pools. you really just. You know, oh, you, you know what's nice though? What are you going to be? Are you going to go to a Diamonds back Diamondback game? Arizona in November. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Good point. Okay. What what sport is down there? I'm well, trying to think how you're going to. I'm going to try to think how you're going to ruin this by making it a, a baseball related <laughs> trip, and I couldn't think of what season it was. But you I'm sure well. I'm sure there's some triple A no. game that's no. going on in Arizona. Man, during... do you see what he's doing? He's ripping me because I took my and I I will admit I took my gorgeous wife who I have way out kicked my mm-hmm. coverage. I took her to Florida back in March, and we went to seven baseball games in four days, and Mike will not let me forget And just was that. driving up the coast to get to the next stadium. But she enjoyed it. No, she, she didn't. <laughs> Trust me. She could have just. This was, you know what, I'm going to, you know what, next time I see her, I'm going to ask her, too. And you're, and you're not going to be around. I'm going right, to ask okay, her. I'm going right, to say right, right. What, what was really the deal. Because yeah. this, this reeks of, okay, I'm going to let him. Have the, have these four days where right. he can just sit and be a baseball nerd, right. and I'm gonna pretend like I'm enjoying this mm-hmm. and having a great time. But deep down inside, I can't believe my you know what it was. I this. guarantee that <laughs> all of the kitchen appliances in your house were replaced, and this was her. He just bought all those kitchen appliances. Okay, damn it. Yes, honey. You're right. Yes. <laughs> you spend the five thousand bucks on the kitchen appliances, and you can take me to some games in Florida. I I will admit when we were sitting there, yeah, knee deep. Pittsburgh Pirates versus Tampa Bay Rays. (laughs) And number 76 was at the plate. Uh, Batting against number 83. Two guys I have never Never heard heard of. of. But but here's the thing, though. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's middle, it was middle to late part of March. And then it was, well, we're sitting in the sun. It was Mm. was 85 degrees outside. So I think that's what she enjoyed. Yeah, it's still still nice. And it's fun down there. You're right. Good good for you, Reavers. Hey, look at this. Let's talk to Jordy. Let's see. Jordy, what's up, my man? How you doing? Headed home from work, and I thought I'd tell Reavers there's a good brew pub brewery called Santan Brewery. It's in Chandler, which is uh, basically a suburb of Phoenix there. And uh, you can get yourself a tasty brew there. All right, so Santan Brewery, it's in a suburb of Phoenix. All right, have you, and you've been there, right, Jordy? Yes, sir. What Jordy, you, you're on the air, by the way, just so you know. Oh, yeah, know. we should probably let you know that you are on the air. What do you recommend, Jordy, out of Santan Brewery? Well, I'm I'm kind of uh, into the uh, hoppy beers, so I I, uh, I usually get something that they recommend that's extra hoppy. Nice, nice. And I will let you know, Jordy, that coming up next, uh, we are having Summit Brewing Company, and they have unleashed something called the High Stick Alt and uh, Michael says that it is uh, that it is highly approved. It's, by the it's way, it's delicious. What do you like around here, Jerry? What do you What do you drink? Uh, probably my favorite is uh, Surly Furious. Nice, nice. Hard to go wrong favorite, with the Furious. I'm, I'm also a fan of this time of year of uh, Summit Oktoberfest. You cannot 
you cannot beat a great Oktoberfest. Jordy, thanks for calling in, my man. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good trip. Yep, you too. Thank you. That was awesome. It is. I'm looking okay, up Santan, Santan right Brewery. now. They what are you, some, what are you seeing? What are you seeing? Some, uh, some Moon Juice, a Galactic IPA. We've had Moon Juice on before. Doesn't that seem, doesn't that, I don't think Moon we've juice? had Santan Brewing, but I've heard that name, Moon Juice. Devil's Ale, they have Hop Shock. Wait, if they, wait, hold on, stop. If they have Devil's Ale, is this is that ASU related? Because um, it, it, it must be. It has a little devil on the back. Oh, which is, so they're know, no dummies. Yeah, no, they know what they're doing. Santan Brewery. Okay, thank you, Jordy. I'm going to absolutely check this place out. I love out. callers. You know, every time we get a caller, they're, they're awesome. Re- they're really good. And they know what they're talking about. I listen to a lot of radio. Us. <laughs> I listen to a lot of radio. Yeah. Some pl- other stations get callers and it's like they've never been on the telephone before. Our people know what they're doing. Right. I'm impressed by this show. Except for me. Well, why? I don't know. You're, pre- you're still impressive to me. All right. Let's step aside for a quick moment and we're going to come back with our weekly beer run and our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. That's Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. That's Manny Hill. My name is Chris Reavers, and this is The Beer Show. This is The Beer Show. Let's go drink some beer. On 1500 ESPN. Hello again. This is Mike Fratelloni. I can get you buzzed. Can get you smiling. You're tuned in to the beer show. Yeah, I can fix them. On 1500 ESPN. The only thing possibly more important than what beer you're drinking is where to get it from. It's a Let's make a beer run with the guys from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. As 1500 ESPN's beer show now continues. That's right. It's time for the weekly beer run here on the Beer Show on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. They own the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities, folks. You should know that by now. Uh, they are in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha in 42nd and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. Tom is here this evening representing Elevated. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you, man? I'm great. This is a this is a fun this is a fun episode because we have one of our favorite featured guests this week. Absolutely, yeah. I want to get uh, this gentleman on the air here. We were talking uh, in the green room as we often do, and and you know the it was it was always you know it's it's the interesting stuff. I'm like let's let's wait for save the, that crap save for it. the air. Yes. <laughs> Don't waste that now. Sometime it's, I'll, it's I'll tell Reavers, I'm like, I got a great story. I'll like, save it for the air. And I'll be like, I had a wart removed from the bottom of my no, foot. No, I don't want to like, hear about that. That's not what I no, wanted to hear. That's not what it's I want to hear. Typically, I don't like to tell people I just met to shut up. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you had to do it with uh, it's our aw- guest. It's awkward. Uh, no, we have our friends from Summit here. Uh, Ian's in the back. Hi, Ian. Right where he belongs. <laughs> He's watching TV. He's watching but, TV uh, on the TCL Roku we TV. We also have from Summit, Tom Thomaser. That's correct. Uh, the COO of Summit Brewing Company. Tom Thomaser? Yeah, it's a great name. Mom wasn't creative, sorry. <laughs> that was pretty, she was. That's pretty good. So, Tom, first of all, welcome to the beer show, uh, first you. and foremost. And uh, explain kind of what you do at Summit Brewing as the COO. So I'm, uh, I'm kind of in charge of the operations, the mechanical operations mostly. Um, you know, in the past, I know Damien's been on the show, and he kind of runs the the brewing in the lab, the quality part. God, he's the worst. He is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I take care of more the everything with um, contracting our raw materials through making sure that we have those raw materials on site, uh, managing the packaging end of it, the maintenance guys, all of our uh, raw materials, as I said, and then um, capital expenditures. Things like that. How Any did you get in? Equipment? How did you get into the into the beer business first and foremost? Obviously, before your time at Summit. But what made this become a destination career for you personally? Well, I have a lot of uh, beer in my history. Um, my grandfather was a brewer. My great grandfather was a brewer. My great great grandfather was a cooper. So made, you had no choice. Kegs. Yeah, <laughs> really. And I, and I I spent a lot of time in my childhood um, at the Schmidt Brewery in St. Paul and. I grew up not wanting to work in a brewery. Uh, <laughs> it was my destiny to not work. It was it was my goal Anywhere to not working right in a brewery. Right. Um, so after um, a, a career in the construction trades, um, there was an article in the paper. Mark was going to build a brewery. Um, I was visiting with my grandfather. He was in his uh, what we thought was his end of life, and he said, "You know, Tom, Mark could really use a smart guy like you to help him out." 
And I was like, Grandpa, I don't want to be a brewer. And he said, but, he, you know, he, he could really use a smart guy like you to help him out. And I'm like, I don't want to be a brewer. And he uh, <laughs> used a couple expletives, and he and he said, you you know, sure. simply, you don't have to be a brewer to work in a brewery. Sure, sure. Right. there's other and jobs. Yeah. Yes, they're <laughs> amazing. I well, didn't know that. <laughs> all right, so let me, let me ask you quick before you move on. What was it specifically that, that turned you off, that made you resistant, other than the lineage, of course, with your family. But what was it specifically that you thought, he, he I don't want to do dance, this? damn it. He just wanted to dance. <laughs> I totally wanted to dance. Okay. Uh, as a child, I spent a lot of time in the in the brewery, in the in the Schmidt Brewery, and it was, I remember it being hot. I remember it smelly. being loud. I remember it being smelly, you know, back in the sure. days where they dried the spent grain. It was not, not very pleasant, and I thought, I don't want to work there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, it's not that way today, and uh, no, I, quite the opposite, actually. Yeah, what I ended up with uh, is almost twenty-three years of a wonderful career. So. Wow! Can I ask? Because when you say you procure raw materials, have you ever had scenarios where uh, Mark comes out with a beer that's super fantastic and it's winning, and you can't get the raw materials anymore for that, or you have to fight for it, or cost doubled? In in the last X amount of years since you've been there, what you said, twenty some years. Yep. In the last X amount of years, that's an issue for many smaller brewers. Does that happen at at the likes of Summit? It it does happen, um, but having been there as long as I have been and developed the relationships that I have, I have enough friends and colleagues in the industry that I can usually horse trade to get what I need. Okay. Um and. And they know that they can also contact me if they need something. Are you so it buying, does it does work that way. Do you buy by futures three years out on mosaic hops, or is that even something that happens in the business? Yeah, right now the the hop companies pretty much want a, a three year commitment if you're gonna do a, a forward contract. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we're kind of flush with hops um, in the industry. Um, most hops, there are some varieties that are really hard to come by. Um, but um, it's really tough to do less than a three-year contract right now. So I have some contracts that are out th- three years. I have some that are out five years. So is that that they're catching up, or is some of those shortages that I'm hearing more of those specialty hops, or, or how is that? I mean, everyone's kind of coming in and coming up with new varieties and stuff like that. I, I know that the hop industry is developing, but is that is is the shortages that are happening gone, or is that still just with specialty hops pretty much just certain varieties there's a, less than a handful of varieties that are really tough to come by um i would say that there's maybe just two varieties that are almost impossible to come by but again just because they're not available at at a hop supplier or hop broker doesn't mean that, that my buddies at one other brewery don't have that doesn't have that variety so um, we're pretty fortunate in, in being able to get those varieties. Oh, that's cool. Tom Thomason is the guest here from Summit Brewing on the Beer Show on 1500 ESPN. Curtis, is that my phone? I'm oh, so sorry wow. about that. <laughs> Courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. I'm the you one guy that's not penalty. supposed to have. And then you don't know how to shut it off. And I don't know how You're to like shut it off. like a 95-year-old woman oh who doesn't know how to shut God. his cell phone off. And I also think I got Tom's last name wrong, and I really apologize I for that. I might have misheard you. Tom, sir. Tom, Tom, is that what I said? I think you said Tomlinson or something. Oh my God, Tom, stop talking. Okay. <laughs> Courtesy of our Another friends. Tom. Not our guest, Tom. I Tom, f- who else? I feel sensitive about the Toms here. Well, that's, okay, so let me, let's try that again. Let's okay. reboot. Tom yep. Thomaser is the guest here of our of Summit Brewing here on the guest guest of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Oh my God, now you've totally thrown off my game. I was, <laughs> I was rolling. Let's just throw it out. Hey, here's the deal. It's okay. November 1st, mm-hmm. so that means... New beer of the month. Oh! Yes. So we're doing this thing now. It's the beer of the month. It's kind of a big deal. And at Elevated now for November, it's Summit 12 Packs. So they got a great variety of 12 packs, including the new for the fall-winter penalty box, which is their cool variety pack. Um, We always have a great deal going on on Summit. Now with the beer of the month, it's even a dollar lower. So... uh, Great deal on the Summit 12-packs that you know, and they've got some new stuff that maybe you haven't tried, including this penalty box. So I don't know if, Tom, you want to tell us what's Please in do. the penalty box. Well, yeah, of course, the uh, penalty box this year is um, it's our fall variety box, and it uh, this year is in, in cans. Last year it was in bottles, and you can't miss it out there on the shelves because it, it looks kind of like an ice arena. Um, it's, a, it's a really good-looking package. 
It was a couple of years, right? You did this last year. Yeah. And, yeah. La- last year we did it in bottles. This year we do it in cans. Okay. I really like how Summit's kind of approaching these seasonals. You know, it's like it used to be kind of fall, and it's like the snow falls, and it's like, eh, can't oh. really deal with this anymore. But the penalty box, I mean, the wild season lasts from now until June. Until May 3rd or whatever. <laughs> well, right. they'll probably not yeah. till June, but... Yeah. Ideally, it could be that long, but you know, coming up with themes on these varieties allows them to be a little bit more creative, I would assume, and and try some different things in there. So, uh, sorry to kind of jump in there, but uh, it allows you to kind of make different varieties, which I think is an interesting and 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 cool idea. Yeah, we're trying to create a package that kind of goes with the times versus just with the season. We know around here uh, that the 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 season doesn't always reflect the weather. The we can have warm days in the winter and we can have cold days in the summer. And so to just call it a a winter, spring, summer, fall pack um, just doesn't really work. So we we've come out with more themed packs. So currently, you know, in the penalty box, um, backed by popular demand, is the winter ale. Um, we talked about uh, getting rid of this long time, uh, almost thirty year seasonal um, last year, and and uh, when we arrived with with a drove of people outside with pitchforks and torches, <laughs> we uh, we changed our mind and we brought this beer back. Um, so the the winter ale is available in the penalty box. What? Let me ask. Let me stop you. Why? Why was there apprehension about bringing it back? Because honestly, I I loved it. I love the winter ale. Yeah, I, I was a big big fan. So was it just because you you wanted to keep the demand high on that particular beer, or you didn't think you could meet, uh, or or that there would be demand? What What was the reasoning? Well, initially. You know, in in the in the beer industry, the the status as it is right now, there's a lot of people looking for you to make changes. A lot, sure. And okay. you you can't just make more beers because there just isn't the shelf space or the tap line space for that. So um, when we look at products, um, maybe we think sometimes it's time to evolve. Um, I guess we weren't as smart as as we thought we were because our customers told us different. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we brought the winter ale back as our winter seasonal. Um, and, but we did not get rid of the Stickalt, um, which we were going to make our winter seasonal. Um, we kept that around and we put that into the penalty box. So that, that's paired in, in the penalty box alongside the winter ale, Dakota soul and the, uh, saga. Cause I was, I, I, I forget how long ago, Tom, remind me, when did I first try winter ale? How long ago would that have been when well, we, uh, <clears throat> if it was with me, it would have been at, Legends Bar and Grill when I was eh, maybe 20. <laughs> no, that was, maybe 20. <laughs> 21. Maybe 21. Right, is right. That's what I'm right. about to say. Well, my, my point being because um, with you guys, you know, as my personal palates have kind of adapted and changed over time and, 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 and matured over time, you know, I'm noticing that with you guys too, like I've become a big fan of your Oktoberfest and everything else that you guys do at Summit. I've just really grown an appreciation for how great and quality that the beer I'm having every single time. And it's, it's so hard for me to believe that, yeah, I can get it and it's right here in my own backyard. So, so kudos to you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We pride ourselves on on the products we put out, and uh, and we really respect the longtime customers. So. All right, so let's talk about the rest of the uh, of the pack that we can have available because I've I've heard good things uh, about the high high stick alt. Uh, I've, I've Michael was telling me how great of a beer it that is that fantastic. is. Fantastic. Is it high sticker? Oh, it's high sticker. High sticker. High sticker. And what does the word sticker mean? <laughs> Sticky. Sticky. It doesn't mean that. I think, uh, all right. Oh, everyone got quiet, and I thought, did I ask just the dumbest question in the well, world? But you does know, it mean it does, something? I, you know, I'm going out on a limb here, but there is, you know, that maltiness. You get a little bit of caramel. You know, it's not a stretch to kind of think of it in your mind that way. Uh, but the alt is typically, you know, a little drier. Did you just embarrass the guest, Michael? No, I'm. I'm <laughs> going to try to find out what it means. Okay, it's a great name. When he's done, I'll tell you the real name. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to look it up in German because it sounds like a German word. Uh, oh, it's it a is. hockey reference. Okay. It's when you go to the box for two minutes and you feel shame. Stika. 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 See, he wasn't even pronouncing it right. It's high. It's high. Stika. Stika. That yeah, it depends that. on what part of Germany. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that was right. obvious. In the Bundeswagen. In the north and the south. Yeah. You know. But um, alt beer is, is a, uh, a beer that anybody that knows German knows the word alt means old. Doesn't mean old beer means beer brewed in the old style. 
and Sticke Alt is a high class alt beer. So we thought to put a little hockey spin on it, we'd call it High Sticke. Love it. So that's how it got its name. So how do you explain alt rock? Is that also old? <laughs> <laughs> old people. <laughs> um, so the rest of the the winter pack that's available to us uh, from Summit Brewing. Uh, features some other beers that I know that uh, a lot of people that might be familiar or not as familiar with. Uh, tell us about those. So also in the uh, penalty box, we have the uh, Dakota Soul, which is our Pilsner that we make, our Czech style Pilsner that we make. Very solid beer. Um, all of the barley for that variety or for that beer comes from Mark's, Mark Stetrude's uh, cousin's farm. And then also our, um, our IPA, the Saga, that uh, is in that pack. Fantastic. So not only with that one, they have a couple other new, I mean, there's more and more stuff coming from Summit all the time. So I don't, you know, if we want to talk about the the new Union series. Please. They got the Dark Infusion. That's out. We have that at the stores right now. Why don't you tell us a a little bit about the Dark Infusion? So um, two years ago, we made a coffee-infused stout, um, teamed up with the folks from Black Eye Roasters here in St. Paul. And we black I E Y E E Y E. Okay, correct. Good, because it was confusing. Um, we we originally produced this beer. We put it out as a as a limited beer, um, and had a really really strong following. Had a again, we had those same people with pitchforks and torches wanting us to bring it back. So this year, we we again teamed up with Black Air Roasters and we brought this beer back. And it's a it's a wonderful stout. Um, we use some some wonderful malts in it, and then we. We we blend it with this uh, cold pressed coffee, and um, and and then we can this product. If you haven't got it yet, you better get it soon because it's going fast. I'm sure Tom. Can the first time we had it, I think we had it for like 20 minutes. I don't know if Ian remembers, but uh, now we have it on the shelves uh, at both stores. So yeah, I mean, with these limited releases, it'll be around a little bit longer, but. Uh, it's best to grab this one soon. I think that's the beer that I had in the foam cup here, and I went to take it to the microwave because I said, this is going to taste really good warm. <laughs> and I tried to warm it up in the microwave. Remember that? And it was delicious. Don't do it in a foam cup, <laughs> FYI, because it tasted a little foam cuppy. But I thought, why can't this go through my coffee maker at home you every are day? A, you are a mystery wrapped know, up in an just, enigma, You could just credulony. start the day with a nice, warm, dark beer mm-hmm. with coffee in it. it. made a lot of sense to me you at the time. You can start the beer with a... With a cold, dark beer with coffee. I could do that, too. I could start that day, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was trying to invent a new category. Okay. So (laughs) uh, if people are hearing this, they want to find out more information about you guys, what you guys are doing, your tap room hours. And I know that you guys just currently went through a renovation. Is that that accurate? We did. We... um uh, and we refer to the room as the Rat Skeller. The Rat Skeller. The Rat Skeller. Um, And we did a remodel... uh, Kind of extensive, but not extensive. Um, when we built the brewery um, in 1998, we weren't allowed to have uh, such a public space for mm-hmm. for serving beer. So, we, so it was never part of the original plan. But we did build a a, a great room um, where we had meetings and where we had tours and we where we had events, things like that. Um, with the changes in the in the laws a number of years back, um, we thought the room needed a little bit of a, a makeover. So we did a. A really nice makeover uh, made the room a little bit more intimate. Um, we're we're hoping that we get more people to to come down and visit us and 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 try out some of the things that maybe they don't get at their local watering hole. Um, that will drive them to ask for those things at their local watering hole. So it's it is a it is a public space, but it's it's our way of introducing. Uh, customers to more products maybe that they haven't had. Well, and it is a great space, and obviously you can go there and have quality beer. And uh, I know you guys are always open and willing to do events and things like that. And we've been a part of events at, at at Summit Brewing Company, and it's always been a great time. We've always enjoyed ourselves whenever we've gone over there. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so if people are hearing about this, they want to reach out, they want to find out more information, they maybe want to plan a wedding. <gasps> Why not, Mike? Let's plan our wedding at Summit Brewing. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> wow. If they wanted to go uh, along any of those lines, I'm sure that all that's available at the website. It is. Uh, summitbrewing.com. We'll get you all that information, and we'll probably also tell you that you can't have a wedding <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, is, the 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 website was lighting up. Right. Exactly. Tom, thanks so much. It was a pleasure to meet you, and a continued success with you guys at Summit. 
Thank you very much. You Good got to meet it. you guys. Uh, so this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, Summit Brewing Company is the featured guest at Elevated at both locations this Friday from 5 to 7 at the Minneapolis location, which is again at uh, Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis, and this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. Uh, in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. You can go there and you can sample great Summit beer. Yeah, we got the full lineup, uh, the Penalty Box, the Winter Ale, the Dark Infusion, all of those beers, plus the mainline stuff. So anything you're looking for there, you can taste through it, find your favorite, and... Uh, Go home with a, a great Summit beer. And by the way, I'm going to totally tweet out a picture of this shirt that I was gifted that, that from sh- Summit Brewing with a bottle opener I, is that on the like corner. sewn into the yes. shirt as a bottle opener? Duh. Coolest thing this I've ever seen. This will become my official campfire shirt Why would you need another summertime. shirt? No, I won't ever no, need another no. shirt. Yeah. Then your teeth won't hurt from biting the You'll need one more of those off. if you want to wash it so you can That's wear true. Oh, no, but he likes to go shirtless. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it does. No, it kind of depends. Anyway, yeah. cool. uh, thank you, Tom. Thank you. We'll talk to you again next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Weekly Beer Run. And as always, you can find more information online at the Beer Show page at 1500ESPN.com. That's Fratelloni. This is Reavers. This is the Beer Show. Beer, beer, beer. This is the Beer Show. The most wonderful drink in the world. Fifteen hundred ESPN. Final segment of the beer show right here on fifteen hundred ESPN. Fifteen hundred ESPN dot com. It's Reavers. It's Fratelloni. It's Manny Hill, and uh, we are wrapping things up. You know what I always love about doing this show? Meeting new people. Meeting great new people that are in this industry, that are fans of this beer, but also that that are just good people to hang out with. Well, they're it's excited to be here, It's what I love about too. doing this show. You know, and they're always excited to be here. Here's You're what right. you forget. Here's what you forget. Mm-hmm. Is you've been on this on the radio for 5 hours a day for what? 15 years. I mean, like some large amount of time. Sure. Tom from uh Surly or excuse me, Tom from Summit, I mm-hmm. screwed that up. That's okay. Has been on the radio, I don't know, maybe he had a radio show in college, but maybe he's not really been on the radio very often. <laughs> So it is a very sure. big deal to sure. be on the radio. Yeah. You've long forgotten that that's cool for him. So you're saying I'm calloused to doing this. Yeah, so he's yeah. all excited. You think he's excited to meet you. He's just excited <laughs> to be on the radio, which I still get excited, that's right? Because I'm fair. on one hour a week. For, that's fair. I don't get enough of it, yeah. right? But you're you're now like, oh my gosh, I need someone's, oh, I got to entertain. Here we go. Like, no. not that you're not jaded like that. I get that. No, but. no, but, but you make a good point because... I will say this. Um, I was having a conversation with uh, with a friend of mine mm-hmm. um, this this last weekend, and we were talking about the Vikings Saints game. Yes. Um, so this would have been the Saturday before the Sunday night Vikings Saints Got game, it. and he was he's probably M- Manny. What are you thirty? Thirty four. Okay. Well, Jesus, God, you're old. I'm old. <laughs> Tell me about it. Okay. Man. So this 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 young man would have been a couple of years younger than you, maybe in his late twenties. Okay. okay. And so, and he's a great kid. Mm-hmm. His name is Junior. And so he and I were hanging out. Wow, we have mutual friends. So we okay. were we were hanging out. We were talking some football. We were you know whatever. And um, he said, "Oh man." You know, Viking Saints, what do you think? Because he knew that I worked here, sure. thinking that I'm a big sports talk head, blah, blah, blah. So we were talking about, I'm like, well, you know, it, it'll be a good win if they win. But if they, and I said, you know, I got the opportunity to go, but I'm just, I just want to stay home and watch the game. And he was like, and he looked what? at me like, wait a minute, you, you, you could, could go, you could go if yeah. you wanted but you're choosing to stay home. <laughs> and I thought, my God, do I sound like that big of a pompous, you know what? Yeah, isn't that just sad? But, I, mean, I, but I, I didn't I mean, even that, mention that it like, some oh, guys. look at me. I just thought, well, no, yeah, I, I, I don't want to go. I just want to go casual home. Casual conversation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's what it was. Well, I, I mean, it, it, thank God that someone's still excited about that, right? Sure. Because nothing's worse than just living a life of jade, where you're just jaded and you just don't care anymore. Right? Yes, sir. I went to the, the Timberwolves game. Someone called me a Monday night at, for the Timberwolves game. Right? Oh, for the Lakers. For the Lakers. Right? Oh, and I was the like, Lake well, show. That's kind of cool. But then I thought, oh, it's Monday night. Oh, yeah. Then I got to park someplace. Not a chance. I went, and it was absolutely fantastic. It was fantastic. Was you great did win. go. I did, and it was wow. a great win, and it was a great time. Difference between Fret and Reavers. <laughs> yeah. but, See you later. Let me know how it turns out. But I know people would have <laughs> killed to do that. And my mind said, oh, my God, Mike, remember, people would kill to do this. Get off your butt and go. Sure. Because it is so much fun. Well, but, okay, so let me, let me, let me change that then. Yes. Because for me, and again, oh, good for me, but, but you get to a point in your life where 
And, and, and honestly, some of it comes down to for, for monetary reasons. Do I want to spend? It's going to cost you twenty bucks. bucks twenty yeah. bucks to park. Yeah. Do I want to spend it, it, ten bucks a beer? Yeah, exactly. But so, for instance, um, well, I'm I'm not ruining it because he's not listening to the radio. For my son's birthday, mm-hmm. my son is just he is absolutely in infatuated with hockey sure. it's all hockey all the time yeah. he knows all the logos he he draws all the logos okay. it's it's all it's about be a sports writer probably yeah seriously he, that that's this is his path he should start a podcast oh my god <laughs> or a blog the seven-year-old blog <laughs> oh, genius that's not bad yeah. so anyway it's all about hockey sure. so for his birthday i and i'm gonna give it to him when i get home mm-hmm. but i got him uh winnipeg jets Versus the Dallas Stars, I'm taking him up to Winnipeg. Are you in March for spring break oh, for his spring break fun. trip? And because yeah. he's all about hockey, I think that's a big deal. But so, that's but, but that is yeah. like that's what I enjoy yeah, doing. That's a is memory maker. going up there with him. Mm-hmm. Like we went to the we went to the Wild game yep. together. I that I I loved. Wow, good for you. But going to the Wolves game on a Monday with uh, friends. Bleh, you know, no it's thanks. funny because the the Vikings game being a Sunday night game. I thought, I oh, don't want to get home. school night. It, honest to God, that, that was what got me. It's like, I, if it would have been a noon game, I would have wanted to go more. So and I didn't go. Old. I didn't go, but I thought, I don't know if I would have really. <laughs> and, you know, it was really funny because I was turning down no one offering me tickets. <laughs> I was like, I would really not probably want to go. No one's offering me tickets, but I'd probably not want to go anyway. Right. So, so, Manny, are, are we really? Are we? Are we are did we you there? go, Manny? No, I I have yet to attend a Wolves game yet this season. But, what? You, but you have a know, press I'm, pass, I'm, right? Can't you just yes, go yes, in and just so you can go to anyone? Yeah. And, but just, wait a I minute, just got a pitch. Well, if, well you're first, Mr. Basketball. I know. Well, first of all, most games tip off at seven o'clock. Oh, and, and you're here game on Thursday. I'm here. here with you yep, guys. Yep, yep, so yep. Mm-hmm. well, thank I'm you for your sacrifice. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I will try to get to a few Friday games. Okay, because you love the NBA. Oh. God, Manny yes. and I spent like about three and a half years in that studio because I love basketball, but God, I hate so much, so many parts of the NBA. Sure, and I, but I love basketball. I love I love the college game. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm turned off by the Jimmy Butler story, chief among it. Sure. I, I abs. This is exactly what I hate about the NBA. What about the Rose story? That's a beautiful story. Sure, it is. But but my point is, I hate how it's become a star driven. I am first. League, I yes, sure. absolutely hate that about the NBA. They should make them wear helmets because then no one can see their faces, and then they wouldn't be stars anymore. Just like hockey, that's why and, hockey doesn't get any. You can't see their face. And Reavers also hates that there's players named Antetokounmpo, so that oh you can't my say God, the last I can't name. say that. But I love the Greek freak. He's such it, a good player. But I'm like, cool, Giannis Antetokounmpo. But what's nice about it though, if you're a true fan, you can remember everybody on the team because what is there a dozen guys on the Timberwolves? Yeah, there's fifteen guys on the roster. All right, so I mean, you, you have are, a real chance of remembering every single one of Pretty their much, names. Yes. But I will yeah. say this: so, in my walk to Carver Elementary today, uh, my neighbor Marnie Gellner, mm-hmm. we were we were talking about the game last night, and we were talking about Derrick Rose, and I said, you know what, I I don't have a horse in the race. Sure, uh, yeah, obviously, I the Wolves are win. my yeah. team. I want yeah. them to win, but I thought. That was a cool moment. It that, was. That was a cool moment to watch. He was crying watch. before the game ended. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That so was pretty cool. Because nobody loves a... Nobody appreciates a comeback story more than us here in the Twin Absolutely. Cities. And, and a comeback story, not from not from him going to jail comeback story. Him being hurt comeback story yes. was a great one. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Walk us through, because I don't know this, mm-hmm. but and other people may not. What does it mean when you have a press pass? What do you get to do differently? <laughs> Is that dumb? No, well, that's, that's I it. love it. I mean, Manny, if you like basketball, that seems pretty damn awesome that you can go to any game with your press pass and you probably have access to, I don't know, how does it work? Sure. I mean, well, I went to the home opener last year and uh, with my press pass, and I was there, me and my podcast partner, Derek James, for the Raised by Wolves podcast. We went there, attended the game, and then we went down to the locker room and talked to a few players after the game. Mm-hmm. and. Did a little emergency after post game podcast, which was like on Facebook Live and everything in the arena, and so that was cool. So you get you get to do things like that. It gives you access to the locker room when you you know in post game situations and post game interview with uh, Tom Thibodeau and things like that. Do so you follow you... them over to the W afterwards and then party <laughs> like it's nineteen ninety nine? Not quite. Not Why quite. Why not? I, I, I mean, I, I, I those guys I have to have buddies too, right? Yeah, they don't know anybody true. here besides their teammates. Yeah, right, that would suck. It. But there's nothing worse yeah. 
than being at, and I, I mean, I know a guy that okay. works at one of the downtown nightclubs, you know, and, okay. and, uh, but the, there, there's nothing sadder than the hangers on at the nightclub. Sure. So my when buddy, you go to hand him the tab. Okay, so my buddy, like, my buddy told me a great it. story one oh, night oh, and no. I'm not going to indict the player. It actually, it was not even a local player. It was a guy that was here from a different team that was in town after a game against one of the local teams. Okay. So he was bartending at one of the one of the back bars. Your buddy was, yeah. Yeah, my buddy was. And he was telling me about that. So this player, and he was a notable, a notable player. Like people knew him. Okay. And he was he probably had an entourage of fifteen ish. Okay. Fifteen ish. And he had purchased a table where they could all sit, but he had also opened up a tab at one of the bars so he could either if he was buying a drink for a lady sure. or or maybe a, a friend or mm-hmm. whatever and he was very gracious he was he was tipping and he was saying I'm the only one that's that's going to be charging on this tab sure. and yeah, don't so let he, everybody use it yeah. but when he decides to leave yeah, it's for the night mm-hmm. it's everything's done yeah. he has settled he has settled yeah he's not going to let his buddies hang out till it's, four o'clock in the morning it's not an open visa account yeah. for oh. you know Rick that's hanging out with and him. Is, does Rick get a little pissed oh, when they Oh, Rick gets mad. <laughs> oh, no. Rick gets super mad about that. I was just that. with what's-his-face. Right? Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, the the the, the tab was closed out and it was settled up. And yeah, it's 1.30 yeah. in the morning. Yeah. It's time for you to go yeah. bye-bye. Or you buy one. <laughs> or you reach into or, your or, pocket. Exactly. But yeah. it, that's... That's uh, that was one of my favorite stories. Well, wasn't there stories about Jordan coming into town and Jordan would go to a local bar that was kind of important here in the cities and he'd say, "I'll bring my entourage in here. We'll sit at this table that's right up front so everybody can see us, but we're not paying for one thing." And he would prep call his team would prep what? call. Yep, really, and which was kind of smart because it's like a, I mean, how much would a, a restaurant pay to have Jordan come in and sign autographs? Right, they pay. Thirty grand or whatever sure. to have him yeah. come do nope. it. You're right. Well, Jordan right. says, I'm going to be in your bar. I'm going to have 20 guys with me. We're going to drink X amount of booze. And by the way, bottle service for 500 bucks a bottle when it costs you $18 for that bottle, that's not really fair anyway. So maybe you have 5000 real dollars into it, but you have Jordan in your place. And we go crazy, and, and I'm not going to tip anybody, but he would like prep the whole thing out. And then in the world now of Instagram, Twitter, social media, it's huge. that would spread like wildfire. Absolutely. Um, it's not a bad concept, really. Well, no. and, then, and then you also get situations, and Reavers, you know this story already, uh, Frat, me and Roycey went to the uh, Croatian Hall over in uh, South St. Paul <laughs> okay. for the World Cup Final, because Croatia was sure. playing France sure. in the World Cup Final. So me and Pat went over there to sort of mingle with people over there, and you know, and those Croatian fans, like, they were into it like they were into the world so apparently there's a story that ron harper former guard for the chicago bulls and the lakers mm-hmm. and clippers and different different teams um he apparently somehow found his way into the croatian hall like a few years ago and in South St. Paul, and like called Tony Kukoc no. and told him, "Yes, no, I, I didn't tell you the story. No, I've yes, not heard this. Really? At, at, next time you talk to Pat, have him tell you the story. He could probably tell it better than I can. But yeah, Ron Harper was just like rant. He was in town for something, and he's was, at is the he, Croatia- is he coaching somewhere or is he still involved in the league? I don't, I, I don't know how okay. he ended up. He being just in town. happened. He but happened this was a fun. few years ago, and he." Came across the Croatian Hall, and he, oh my god! I guess he like called Tony because Tony Kukoc was yep, Croatian. Yep. He called Tony Kukoc and was like, "Yeah, I'm in this Croatian Hall in in the Twin Cities. Come in say hi to Gary. Oh, yeah, that's funny. That's yeah. awesome. Have, next time you talk to Pat, have him tell you that story. It's that is so th- that so that happened obviously before you guys were there. This yeah, was this, a was, this years. was a few years okay. ago. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god, but, that's funny. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. See, Michael, See, we just don't go world. out. We need to go out more. Is Do what we? We're yeah. Do we? No, uh. I don't know. I don't know. Um, can I ask you? Uh, I'm always fascinated about your other responsibilities here with the, your GL podcast. Can I ask you something about that? No. Okay, I'm going to ask you something anyways. <laughs> okay, so sure. I, for those of you who don't know, but I think probably everyone who listens to The Beer Show also knows that Chris is a producer for the GL podcast that was on this station, moved over to Podcast World, and is blowing up literally blowing it up. has it has gone well okay it's like and now kind of it's a big deal it's kind of a big deal but i every time i sit and do this show with you mm-hmm. sometimes we have guests on and today i made a note i wrote joe should interview the owner of summit mark studrude 
We've had Mark on ten times on this show, or five and times. Joe's never had him on once. And you and I interview him, and we ask him, like, yeah. oh, what kind of dog do you have? You know, we ask him dumb things. <laughs> I want to hear Joe Souchere, a guy who's a professional interviewer. You know, mm-hmm. that's what he did for a living, writing in the newspaper and all this stuff. I want him to interview some of our beer guests. Do you think there's any chance Joe would have a guy like Mark Studrud on? Of course. I mean, how cool. Well, he's a St. Paul guy. He's a St. Paul guy. Joe would think that's cool. I mean, I just think, I think I would love to hear Joe, his level of interview happen with a guy like Mark Studrud. So um, I will say this. We had a guest on the GL podcast yesterday, and Mike, Manny, you'll love this because I've been, I've been torturing uh, Michael over here because Mike's <laughs> a big fan of GL. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had this guest on. It's one of Joe's favorite authors, and we had him on yesterday. And Mike will not let me divulge anything that happened because he, Mike hasn't listened to the interview yet. He's waiting. Until, and, and I haven't okay. read the book. I haven't finished reading he hasn't the book. Finished reading the book, which is I why fear, he doesn't want to listen uh, to the interview okay. yet. More towels. So he literally stopped the podcast yesterday to be able to listen to this. But um, here's what I will say, Michael, this was the, so I have been tweeting on behalf of Joe, mm-hmm. uh, during, Joe doesn't tweet. during our run uh, doing this from the GL podcast, Twitter account. And he basically said, I have interviewed people for 45 years and I have never enjoyed one more than today's talk with the more towels. Listen to today's GL podcast. Really? Okay. That's that's so how cool. That, it was. That's how cool. And how how much time did you give Amor? About forty minutes. So or like so. one of the 30, hours. 30, between thirty or forty minutes. Okay. I can't remember. But I will say this too. On uh, Manny, you'll appreciate this. Mm-hmm. I was the producer sitting there listening to Joe interview this world-renowned author, and all I kept thinking was, "Oh my God, I'm stupid." <laughs> Maybe I'm I should so have dumb. read that book. <laughs> Jesus, am I really this dumb? Well, but you know, you just said it though. One plus Joe's, one equals green. Joe's been interviewing <laughs> people for forty-five years. Yeah. He's. I, I bet you, Joe does a lot of prep. Oh yeah, he's no dummy. He yeah, he knows what it. he's yeah, talking yeah. about, right? So, okay, I'm excited for this. Thank you, Michael. Hey, congratulations, Reavers. You are the best. Thank you, Michael. You are the best too, Manny Hill. It's uh, always great to have you back. And, always uh, a pleasure, boys. So, uh, if you missed any portion of this program, you can always check out the podcast. You can find it online at 1500ESPN.com. We are also available on Podcast One, and we are, of course, live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. I do want to spend five seconds to wish my little baby boy a happy seventh birthday because I know he's listening right now. I love you, William. And uh, we will do this again next Thursday night for Mike Fratelloni for Manny Hill. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means more than you know. We'll chat next Thursday night. Until then, cheers.